Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Except for after Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number 4 Wrestling. I'm Jim. Chris, we're going to start with you this week because I have a feeling you had a better week than uh, Brandon and I did. Chris, how was your week? <laughs> or two weeks. It's pretty good. Two weeks, right? Pretty yeah. good. No yeah. complaints. Um, I had some issues with my automobile. Uh, I, a pole uh, jumped out and hit me from the side. I didn't see it coming, uh, but that's getting fixed. And, and we had some issues with our other car that uh, cost us a pretty penny to get fixed. So we're the house of rental cars for a while. But um, yeah, no, I mean, things are good. Christmas was good. Finally watched the new, uh, the latest James Bond movie. I think it was Sunday night we watched it. And uh, yeah, things are things are very well, very good. Listeners, Chris is a big uh, Bond fan. Yeah, very big Bond fan. Two broken cars, and that was the best week of the three of us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, look, here's the thing. I, I, I can't. Shit happens, right? Uh, we got one car that we had to pour some money into that might make it last another hundred thousand miles. So, you know, we are still only have one car payment because of that, which is good. And the other thing is, you know, I mean, how mad can I get at myself for being a dumbass that fucking scrapes against a pole in a part and a gas station? Pole rider. You know what I mean? Like I said, fuck and. You know, it, didn't, it cost me a couple bucks to get it fixed. And in the meantime, I got this big, dumb-ass truck that they gave me as a rental. I got a, a Dodge 1500 Laramie Hemi. Okay, I'm looking nice. at this. <laughs> I don't wake, wake your neighbors up. Listen, let me tell you something. The the So, so when the guy at the rental, uh, it was, you know, whatever rental car uh, place we used, when the guy offered it to me because it was what my insurance would cover, now, mind you, it covered my insurance covered anything up to the size of my car or my truck, which is pickup truck. But my pickup truck is a Ford Ranger. This pickup truck is a fucking tractor trailer. That's and ridiculous. It, I'm it's so dumb. And it's it's the Laramie. So it's all this leather interior. Like there's screens everywhere. The seat like goes down to let you out and goes back up when you start the truck. Let me ask you a question. Hold on. What's up? Is this the Knight Edition or the Longhorn? I have no idea. It's silver. Which the Schwilver? Oh, okay. It's so I bad. think it's just a four so... by two crew cab. Yeah, four by yeah, it's a crew cab because the back seats are small. Okay. The Laramie. It is a four by four though. It's not a four by two. But oh, oh. It's um. Is that what that means? Yeah. It's oh, uh. It's um. It was cool for ten minutes, and then it was. I don't need all this shit. When I threw it into reverse, first of all, the the, the shifter uh, is a dial. Okay, yeah, the future. Right? Dumb. Can't stand it. We were driving someplace afterwards. We were going to get tattooed after I picked up the truck. And uh, I kept reaching for the shifter to put my hand on it. And it wasn't there. I think I did it between my house and South Philadelphia, which is like a 20-minute ride. I did it like 10 times. I kept pawing at this empty space. Um, and when you throw it into reverse, the default settings of the car, take the the side view mirrors and they tilt them down so you can see the fucking curb. I felt like I was in a coffin, like this gigantic. And all of a sudden I couldn't see anything. And I, I was just like, I can't do this. But I figured out how to turn that off. But yeah, this is a little too much. 
I'll take my Ranger. Thank they you. they got to get you side view mirrors that look for tiny poles. Motherfuckers. Brandon. Yep. Brandon, um, Brandon was traveling for work. How'd it go? Oh, my God. It was a blast. Completely incapacitated as a, a full-grown man. I'm, I'm sick in a hotel on the complete opposite side of the country, I'm laying in bed, skip my meetings. Um, looking through my phone, my screen just starts flickering and just goes off on me. So no phone, can't move, stuck in a hotel. Just one of the worst feelings is just being a grown adult man, just being like, I can't, I can't take care of myself at all. Someone has to come help me do something here. <laughs> I'm like a little baby. So, uh, ended up getting out of there after a couple days, got, got COVID tested positive two days after i came back so it was a it was very bizarre jimmy compared it to 12 monkeys it was like everybody's everybody's looking at each other like are you the one sick am i the one sick i feel i think i'm starting to feel sick um and then i've just spent the last five days rolling around on my couch sweating and um it was kind of like looking i don't want to say looking forward to it but like oh i can just chill out for a couple of days i'll plenty of movies and shows to watch no big deal but you're just sick enough where you can't really focus on anything. So you're yep. just like half trying to watch some kind of media, half on your phone, a little delirious, not really, didn't really accomplish anything. So somehow, even though the standards were so low, all I had to do was watch TV. I still feel like I'm achieving nothing by sitting on the ass. I was watching someone peel an egg on TikTok for two hours last night. My sleep's totally fucked up. I woke up at 2 p.m. today and was like, oh, yeah, we got a podcast. I got wrestling to watch, so. Just on top of the world here. COVID club. Me too. Let me just run this down. So long time listeners. Let me just tell you how my November and December have been. I had a cat that died. Cost me a lot of money. I cut my finger real bad. That got infected. I had to go to urgent care for that. On my way out of urgent care, getting my finger checked out, I twist my ankle. I'm wearing a leg brace for the ele- bra- twisted ankle. Then right before Christmas, the Sunday before Christmas, I get a cold, sniffles, itchy throat. Monday, I got to wait in a line outside because they're giving away. Because you can't get fucking rapid tests in Philadelphia. You couldn't before Christmas. I mean, I guess it's part of partially our fault. We should have stocked up beforehand. But everybody's trying to get them. So I'm in Frankfurt, Philadelphia, outside of a rec center, standing in line with a uh, hundred and some other people waiting patiently to get my free test kit. Mind you, we did get, my wife and I both went, we did get four of them, four boxes, which means eight tests. So we're stocked up for the next month, a couple of months. Go home, jam that thing up my nose. I'm really in there. I'm digging that Q-tip up my nose. I'm choking. By next. Like that. Put the test, run the test, pink line. Positive for COVID. Got to shut the bar down because I'm the only one who could do anything there. Buy liquor, order beer. It's not like I have an assistant manager, just me. <laughs> me and four or five employees. So, yep, place was shut down. We just reopened today. I uh, I still te- I tested positive this morning, but I stayed away from the place. Did a handoff of liquor. Back door broke. Take- it was just a fucking disaster. This has been a fucking disaster. So <laughs> I you still tested positive. Year. I did. Tested today. Yeah. Why? What's up? Yeah, you know things are bad. No, Have you start, 
Yeah. Have you started to to think about like karma? Like yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Stuff that you've done. Yeah, but I that's, haven't really you know done anything. Shit is bad. I mean, maybe I did a lot of bad things long time ago, but I think I made up for it over the years. I think I'm okay. I'm not doing. I'm not a bad person. I knew I was in a bad spot when I was I was rolling around in bed thinking about karma. I'm like, this, this is how burnt I am. That I'm like, what have I done to deserve this? So I'm a, I'm a, so I make this homemade soup, right? It's got lots of herbs in it, coriander. I got a turmeric in it. I've got cayenne pepper, all kinds of stuff. It's supposed to help ginger. It's supposed to help boost your immune system. I'm sucking that down, and then. My wife comes home because she's been doing all the shopping and the working. She comes home with uh, bags of almonds, you know, Thai chili flavored almonds. Take a handful of those Thai chili flavored almonds, throw them in my mouth. Nothing. Mind you, the soup. I just I just gulped the soup. All this flavor. I eat the almonds. I'm like, are these supposed to taste like anything? Like they just taste like kind of salty. So yeah, I think they're pretty spicy. I mean, they're not like crazy spicy, but they're pretty spicy. I'm jamming him in my fucking face. I'm like, oh my god, okay, change anything, okay, change anything. She doesn't believe me. She thinks I'm kidding. So I go over to the uh, the spice cabinet, open up a bottle of uh, Frank's Red Hot, and I just start chugging it. I can't change anything. I can't change anything. I go into complete existential crisis mode because I think I've lost my taste buds for the rest of my life because I've been listening to NPR since this all started. And I'm thinking, I'm fucking, this is going to be lasting for the rest of my life. Like long-term COVID. Oh, how am I supposed to exist without flavor? All I do is cook and eat. Oh, my God, I'm supposed to And she calmed me down. But my, my taste yeah. is coming back. That was the worst thing about this whole thing, was my taste buds going away. Questions? Concerns? Thoughts? Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, yeah, I have, I didn't... A, qu- I have a question. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. When you were, te- when you were, now, I don't know if this happened to everybody else, but... When you were talking about what you grabbed out of your cam- camera, your camera out of your cabinet, your camera froze and your mic went dead. Oh, did it? Well, I want to know. I, it's 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 important for me to know what you grabbed. Oh, uh, Frank's Red Hot, and I started chugging. It. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Chugging it. The weird thing about it, with like loss loss of taste buds, of taste, is that you still like if you eat something salty, your mouth still has the chemical reaction of like salivating. If you consume something acidic, you don't taste it, but the back of your throat still feels like like there's acid in there. It's fucking insane. It's all texture. And the thing is, like, I just kept cooking, and I could made I made homemade cookies. I made all this food. We had a giant cheese plate that was real expensive, bought from the Bruno Brothers in Philadelphia, and uh, we had all the all this food. And I'm just sitting there, and she's and my wife's just like, you know, I wish you could taste any of this. And she keeps asking me, like, how is it? I'm, and, you know, me, I'm, I'm eating, and I'm just going, it's delicious, it's delicious. And she's going, can you taste it? I go, no, I can't taste anything. I just remember what it used to taste like. <laughs> so I'm running on memory. And then I'm thinking, like, in six months, will I remember what anything tastes like anymore? I don't know. But it's coming back, so I'm not, I'm not overly panicked anymore. Go ahead, Brandon. Ugh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to, to get a re- – I want a review on trying to eat the booty with no taste buds. I, that would be the first thing I would go for. Asshole? I would no be taste, like, all no right. smell? It's time. That's what I, said. <laughs> I said to my wife, I was like, you're going to have to let me know if I stink because I can't tell. Like if my, my ass stinks, my armpits. Because I was sick, so I was like kind of showering. Yeah. I was washing my face every day, but I wasn't hopping in the shower every day. 
that's been the worst part of this for me. Um, as a kid, my dad was, he's an electrician and he would come home from work when I would get home from school and just have this stink on him. That was like, it wasn't like post workout stink. It was like, it smelled like he was sweating out plastic and poison. It's just like this, <laughs> this gross, about. this gross ass smell that I'm like, man, how do you sweat like that? And I've just been sitting on my couch sweating through T-shirt after T-shirt, and that stench is coming out of me now. And I've now reached a point in my life where I'm getting the gross plastic old man sweat, and I'm just like, God damn it, this is who I am now. Sweat like, it just smells clothes. like you've, you've eaten nothing but like cigarettes and Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> and now you're you're sweating it out. Taurine. Sweating yeah. out taurine. Yeah. Chris, thoughts, so. concerns, questions? Well, first of all, so you said you're getting your sense of taste back. I'm telling you guys right now that I put on the WrestleCast, uh, the Wrestling is Hard Best of list for 2022. I put it under best matches because I don't know where to put it. Brandon uh, saying he's going to eat ass with no taste because now's the time to do it. I mean, where it could be the greatest thing that happened. That right now, we did best of that right now. If we were doing the best of 2021, like now, that would supersede every choice that I made in every category the entire year. So it's on the best of list. Listen, that's that's almost a year away. It's about a year away, the best of list. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we're going to forget about this wonderful moment, so I wanted to make sure I put it down there. Nice. For posterity's sake. Steak. Yes. Steak. Steak. I wish I could taste steak. (laughs) <laughs> listeners how'd you like our uh best of list chris had some wild picks did you hate him did you love him send us an email wrestling is hard at gmail.com send us hate mail we don't give a shit have we ever gotten something no we never got them we've never gotten anything damn send us an instagram the dm we'll get back to you i don't give a shit i'd love to hear it tell us we're idiots i don't care <laughs> hey, let's move on because we've been gone Last week was our best of. We we recorded it live, believe it or not. We didn't record it two weeks ago. Um, but there was lots of shit to talk about. I I figured we got a big week coming up, in particular Wrestle Kingdom. And we had two weeks of AW where shit actually kind of happened, I guess. Nothing really happened. I don't think any titles changed or anything. Titles don't really change in AW. But right. the internet was mad about stuff and other things like that. So we'll have AEW to talk about. But uh, Stardom, you guys check that out. So we got the big show at the end of the year. It's Stardom's Dream, Queendom 2021, end of the year. Um, actually, I think I believe it's tonight. <laughs> Tonight's their biggest show. They usually end the show with that Christmas Eve show. That's usually their last show of the year. They end the year with that. But they're having one, one more, the big match being uh, the rematch between Utami and Siri. Utami was my wrestler of the year um anyway i had you guys watch uh, the queen's quest versus odeo tie captain's pin match the one where uh loser has to ju- join the other faction uh brandon thoughts fresh in your mind you just watched it i did i just watched it, it was entertaining um you know none of this had english commentary so uh, uh just to add that some of it is uh, obviously lost on me it was a good match we get uh what momo watanabe swerve she busted a AZM. Is that is that how you say it? AZM. Azumi. It Azumi. Uh, over the head with the chair. Um, hopefully recapture some energy there. Mm-hmm. She's she's switching factions, so that's what we get out of this. 
Uh, what do you think, Jim? Was she getting stale with uh, Queen's Quest? Is this oh, needed? yeah, totally. She was like number four in their faction. Everybody else is way cooler than she is. So now yeah. she's evil. She shows up at the next show, and she uh, she looked like uh, like she listened to too much Cure. or uh, She's goth now. She's got mopey goth black Momo? hair. And okay. She's goth Momo. She's called the Black Peach now. That's who she is. The Black Peach? Yeah, Momo means peach. It also means thighs. And you can see why. Yeah, they, uh, they, yeah, I'm she's trying to the, eat some black peach if I lose that taste, dude. That's, that's right. <laughs> yeah, she's the goth kid now in the club. Pretty good, though. I like it. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, um, seemed like there was a little bit of a mwahaha, like they had a planned all along thing going on there. Yes. But, you know, like I said, good. I always say when I watch because I don't watch that much stardom or I don't know the backstory to a lot of this stuff that it's you end up with these. For me, I end up with these really good matches. Um, but uh, it's it's uh, hard for me to really get involved in it. Uh, you know, just just from lack of watching, not from it not being good. But uh, this was cool. I found this very entertaining. The uh, weird thing about this, starting with their heel turns, especially things like this. Is that a lot of times it's like they fight with, they beat up their new team <laughs> for the whole match, and then suddenly at the end they turn, they turn, turn on them, which is always a weird thing. Instead yeah, of just that like, is strange. Yeah, you know I mean, like instead of just like uh, I don't know, showing up and screwing someone over or screwing someone over at the beginning of the match, no, they they do it, they beat the shit out of their friends, their new friends, and then turn on their old friends at the end. It's cool. Yeah, sorry, I clubbed you, clubbed you over the head 30, 40 times there. We're yeah. right now. Right? We're all buds, though. This was all for the swerve. <laughs> and then we get the uh, women's ladder match, which was for a whole lot of yen. Um, Stardom doesn't get many ladder matches. So we get the Stars team versus, who the hell do we get against uh, against uh, Donna Del Mondo in a wild-ass fucking match. Brandon Good. Yeah, ladder match. I, I don't know how often Stardom does these. It's the first time I've watched one from them. Uh, some some crazy spots. That Iwatani moonsault off the ladder was sick, and then the suplex off the ladder, very entertaining. I like that they – I mean, I, I think we're all pretty exhausted with the, at least the American version of the the ladder match format. But I like that they didn't uh, – it wasn't just like climb up the ladder fast. They didn't overuse it, space those spots out so it – uh, was entertaining and then they had like the i think they had like, an elimination factor to this which i kind of mm-hmm. picked up while watching it so it ended up just being i think two on two if i remember correctly or if i counted everybody out correctly uh but yeah it's a fresh take on a ladder match changing some things up for a format that we probably all watch too much of so chris that's yeah, I agree, I agree with Brandon. I noticed that, that it seemed like it wasn't like, let's immediately use the ladder for everything. Ladders, 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 ladders. Small ladder, little ladder, little person on small ladder, giant person on huge ladder. <laughs> ladder stacked on ladder in the road for ladder against the wall, thrown onto ladder, off ladder. You know what Stardust I mean? Like, ladder. <laughs> Stardust, yeah, a, a, a special ladder painted like Dusty Roads. <laughs> you know, fucking a ladder that's, you know. Step out, doing comes. I don't know, but yeah, it, it uh, really good. A lot of people attempting to kill themselves and others while they're in the ladder match, but I enjoyed this as well. Yeah, it was it fun. Was, it was nuts. Yeah, it was there was time. a lot of hiding my face during this match. Yeah, Donna Demo won the uh, hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Hundred, what is a million yen? So it's ten thousand, or it's a million yen, so it equals about ten thousand dollars. They said they're going on vacation. 
So good for them. Hopefully we get a uh, like a them on vacation uh, video clips, which we probably won't get, but whatever. Excellent, excellent stuff. I loved it. And I'm going to talk about DDT, too, because I sent you guys this link to uh, a YouTube video. So uh, Minoru Suzuki has a shop in Harajuku where he sells his stuff, his pile driver, and his stance socks, which they talk about on this. So uh, Chris Brooks, who's a British wrestler, has been over there for a couple of years, and Maki Ito, who listeners might know from uh, AEW, they go into Suzuki's shop because... They have a six-man tag match against the team of Eruption, and uh, it's on this DDT show. This DDT show called Nevermind. Um, what do you think of it? I particularly loved the YouTube video, but uh, Brandon, get thoughts. I didn't watch the video, so I, I guess I should have watched that. I just watched the the match, so you have to catch me up on that or what we should have. Chris, I, I, I picked this one because Suzuki, and you're a big fan. Go ahead, Chris. No, I, I so I watched that. Um... I watched that uh, the YouTube video this morning. Uh, the YouTube video is hilarious. Just this, the simple fact that he's working at his own store. Yeah. Uh, do you think he actually works the counter there? He does. Does he? Like if you go there, you'll run into one of the people that are involved in the store. Yeah, I guess so. It's like you know, you got. Well, I mean, it's the same thing where you are. Yeah. I mean, it's really not that much different. Um, not, it's not like here where you to be the boss, you have to just boss people around. No, it's, you know, sometimes the boss has got to work. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So yeah, that's that's, uh, and I think that's why a lot of businesses here fail because yeah, bosses, most guys don't understand that. They don't want to work. Um, they just want to collect no, money. Well, that's not really yell at people and collect money. So yeah, no, I thought this was really good. She was making them buy all kinds of expensive shit. Uh, I definitely want that pile driver jacket. I'll tell you that much. Dude, and, that thing um, is awesome. I love that. Thing. Yeah, I was sitting, and you know what's funny? I was sitting there, <laughs> sitting there with my phone converting. Yes. Do- yen yeah. to dollars yeah, just to see to how much here. everything costs. Yeah, just assume, just take off to uh, move two decimal points. So if it's five, yeah, right. Yen, it's, five, it's 50 bucks. So that was good, though. I really enjoyed that. Um, she is so unbelievably strange looking when they yeah. put the camera right in her face. She's got a giant, he makes fun of her for having a giant face. Yeah. And he says it. And she's like, and she, he says everything that's like her gimmick. And he's like, yeah, you have a, you know, you have a big head and. You know, uh, you have issues with your confidence. And she goes, oh, well, you must know a lot about me. He's like, no, I'm just looking at you. That's all I can tell. <laughs> she just starts laughing. So, yeah, that was that was a really good. I was really cool. I enjoyed watching that. Yeah. And then we get the match. The, the match is on the, in the show. And <clears throat> we get Suzuki, Ito, and Brooks versus Sakaguchi, Akai, and Iguchi, who are eruption. Now, mind you, these people that are involved, everybody involved in this match, were in what people consider some of the best matches in Japan. They were all in this fucking match. And I think this match is fucking awesome, considering it was kind of just thrown together. You get your background with the YouTube video, and then they dive right in. This was this is a lot of fucking fun, and I'm looking forward to more interaction between these people. It should be fun. Chris, go ahead, since you watch. Yeah, I really like this. Uh, the, one, the one dude with the tattoos, which you never say, that was odd. Yeah, Sakaguchi. Very rarely do you see guys in in Japan with tattoos. Yeah, he's a um, he's an old uh, Muay Thai fighter that became a professional wrestler. Is, yeah, old Pancrase guy. He's uh, he's almost as ter- terrifying as Suzuki in this match. Um, but I thought I thought this match was really good. Breezed right through it. Uh, it was really entertaining. Comedy spots were exactly where they should be. The funny stuff. Uh, the fact that Suzuki's beating everybody up as usual. And his hates own everyone. His, his own team. Yeah. He throws her off the top, off the apron. I think at one point. So yeah, awesome. A lot of fun. Brandon, good. 
I think I watched a completely wrong match. It was just a dudes in thongs. Yeah, you watched wrong match. And- <laughs> let's give us a run. I was like, that. hold on, let's hear let's hear the match you watch because I watch that one too, the thong match. Yeah, I was like, this is just a uh, homage to the to the stink face. Uh, they went over the stink face in every way, shape, or form possible. Sexy, I was like, they called it's funny that boys. Jimmy. It's funny that there was a guy with pink hair that looked remarkably like David Chang. That was like he kept giving people that uh, he was like pulling his. He had this like a. Uh, what is that like? Dino, uh, like Tarzan wears, yeah, like a a loincloth, pulling down, <laughs> and just had a pink pink g string underneath, and was he was stink facing males and females. Yeah. I was like, okay, I could talk about this if we want to. That wasn't what the I Menorah just did not appear at any point. <laughs> Covid haze uh, screwed up. <laughs> it was a, an hour and forty eight minutes into something. <laughs> I guess. The, <laughs> <laughs> that match is pretty wild I like, though. I did watch that one. It's pretty homoerotic for for Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> so they DDT said that they're gonna try to be less offensive in the next year for some reason. At least that's just the joke. Because McDonald or uh, Ronald McDonald wrestled in this, and if you guys have ever seen clips of uh, Japanese Ronald McDonald on uh, the wrestler. He's a rapist, pretty much, and a sexual assaulter. So they, he wrestled uh, the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken, and the colonel beat him. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but I saw the clips. From yeah, it. the colonel. This is all the same show by you. This is. <laughs> so I don't know what they're gonna do with Dino and the sexy boy. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I watched. I couldn't get over how fucking stupid that match you're talking about with the thongs. It was so fucking stupid. I was in tears laughing at how stupid it was. I loved it. Those are the best for you to just like throw on at the bar in the background, not say shit. Oh just my god! Like, everybody just let everybody people just stumble across. What the fuck it. is this shit? Because that's some, something that if you didn't show to me, like ninety nine point nine percent of wrestling fans would never even know was a thing. And you just no. put your head up and you're like, it looks like it could have, it could be New Japan if you don't know what you're looking at. And then all of a sudden people are just like, it's just like butt after butt after butt after butt, like butt into face, butt into butt into face. Ronald to, McDonald. Was, McDonald. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Hotel was in that match where she's, uh, they stink faced her. She's like super gay, old school fucking wrestler and it kicks the shit out of people. And <laughs> double dunked her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And she's just like they're just shoving her ass, like smashing it directly into her face, and then you see her like her face is wet, and I don't know if it was her own sweat or the sweat from the own, dude's but... ass. And she's just like wiping her face, like he just that's so fucking gross. Oh, and the one guy, what his name is, uh, you know, I think is his name. The whole time he's going sexy, the whole time he's running rope to rope, screaming sexy, sexy. Oh fuck. Yeah. I mean, if you get to see like a 50-year-old woman just getting stink-faced relentlessly, it's just that's that's good content. They did this tag team. They did this double team where they held each other's hands behind their back with their face between their cheeks, and they just spun around her head, rubbing their assholes on their face. It's fucking Jesus. You know they don't get paid that much, man. It's fucking too much. It's too much. I love it. Uh, DDT, I still stand by saying it's the most fun I'm, watch you can watch. Just put the show on and laugh your ass off and not know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, it's funny, like, their COVID guidelines, like, you can't talk or 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 uh, they got to have 
ten percent capacity, but they can just like double huddle up and and butt rub everybody's <laughs> dank buttholes all over the place. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do it, you said it. If you're gonna do it, it's when you can't taste or smell, right? That's right. All right, now let's move on to a product that isn't all that entertaining right now, and I can't wait to go through this Wrestle Kingdom card. New Japan Pro Wrestling. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this? We're going to talk about night one. This is one of the most anticipated nights in professional wrestling. Wrestle Kingdom. Let's go through it. Your opening match for night one. The New Japan Rambo, the final four, will advance to the King of Pro Wrestling 2022 four-way. Thoughts, Brandon? Well, are we going over who's in it? No, I don't, no, I don't we, have it. we don't know yet. We don't, oh, we don't <laughs> even know. They announced it yet. I mean, these are usually entertaining at the beginning, but yeah, I, know. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Then we have, uh, how about this? Um... Special singles match. Yo versus show. Brandon, go ahead. Yeah, this was the one that I sent to you guys immediately. I was like, oh, let's fucking go. Yo versus show in a big spot. So I think we, I, you know, this is demotivating me, un- making me unmotivated to uh, meet up and do a big meatball party. Well, we're definitely not doing but it this on, is during be the, the first week. two I'm hours. Not doing it this, I'm not doing it for Wrestle Kingdom. We'll do it for the Noah show. I'm into that, even though that's a... Just tag teams, but I'll do that. But I'm not doing it Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I got to work those days. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. All right, Chris, what do you think about Yo versus Show? Thoughts? 60 minute time limit, by the way. <laughs> All right, let's move on. There's no All right, <laughs> second match, 30 minute time limit. Rocky Romero, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Hiro- uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Versus El Fantasmo, Taiji Ishimori, and Kenta. Brandon, thoughts? I don't know, man. I got nothing for you. Man, this fucking show <laughs> screams Wrestle Kingdom, doesn't it? Just like some random six-man matches? What the fuck? Chris, thoughts? <laughs> awesome. Next. Do, 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 do. Third match. A 30-minute time limit. This is a big one. Bushi, Sonata, and Tetsuya Naito versus Billy the Birdman, the Great O'Carney, and Jeff Cobb. Brandon, you excited? No, don't kick it back to me again, huh? Chris, thoughts? Fourth match, 30-minute time limit. A special singles match. Katsuyori Shibata versus X. Mind you, I think the rules of this match are catch wrestling. No strikes. Chris, I'll go to you first. Who do you think X is? I have no idea. I couldn't even begin to think. And you notice I'm actually speaking here because I'm excited about this. I have no idea. They're not bringing anybody in. Nope. So, Minoru Suzuki. There you go. That's your best That's your best guy. I would assume if it's yeah. a catch wrestling match, it would be him. Yeah. It might be his last match in New Japan, too. I have a feeling he's Who? retiring soon. M- Minoru. Yeah. Suzuki, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, he did a big world tour. Yeah. No, I mean, as world touring as you can get into the U.S. and Japan and yeah. England for just, a bit. So, yeah, a DDT show. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's kind of a uh, shame for Shibata that he's getting put into this spot where he's got to follow that sequence of matches where the crowd's just going to be probably just, like, ice cold. 
But I think they've been, here comes his big return. I think that every match before this stinks, and then after that, it's kind of we're building to the better matches on the show. The problem is that I'm used to Wrestle Kingdom being big shows and every match mattering, and now we're whether it's pandemic's fault or them having two days, we get fucking house show matches before well, it. Can, can I just my go ahead? These two night biggest shows of the year. It's whack as fuck. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it it sucks. It is. It's it's a I mean, like, you know, in the US, I don't know what's going on in Japan. They started doing this a little bit ago. But I mean, as far as like in the United States with WWE doing that, it's a fucking money grab. That's all it is. Well, they originally it's started doing it because deep. of the pandemic. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, we'll do it all the time. You can't you know, back just out. You did, just because <laughs> you did something once doesn't mean you have to do it forever. Right. People have been bitching about Raw being too long for fucking 10 years. Right. Not to keep it in three hours. You can scale it back. It's not a failure. You're a fucking billion dollar company. It's true. Yeah. I'm like, it just feels like a foregone conclusion at this point, but I'm glad that you brought it up because it is so fucking annoying to this. There's so much wrestling that you look forward to even more than a normal, I don't know, hobby, these major events. And then to take them and water them down as well is, like, fucking infuriating. Well, also, you think about it, too. Like, they make you as a fan work, right? You can't just show up and watch. Not only do you you, you have to now work your schedule around it, and if you can't watch it, you have to stay, which, look, I don't give a shit who you are. It's fucking almost impossible. You got to stay off your fucking phone. You got to not talk to anybody. Can't go on social media. As much as we all like to say, oh, I'd be able to do that to not see results. Bullshit. Just about every time all of us get fucking spoiled because we just habitually grab our phone, start fucking swiping. Next thing you know, fucking, you know, Ric Flair comes down with the surprise is Ric Flair falling from the fucking ceiling. You know what I mean? It's there's nothing you can no matter what you fucking do. There's you're, you're not getting around it. And it's just a bummer. It's like this, like, to me, it's almost like this. If I don't watch, I know I'm going to get spoiled, right? I've accepted it. I don't even try to try to, like, if I, if there's like a, say there's an AEW show that we, oh, it's a big match in an AEW show. We don't know who's going to win whatever match or how it's going to, you know, we're, we're going to get into AEW and I'll point something out later, but it's like, that was awesome, but I would have liked to have seen it live. I ended up seeing it on my phone, then knowing it was going to happen. And then I ended up not watching the matches for three days or at all. Right. I was able to avoid AW spoilers because I don't care about them at all. If I cared about it, then it would be hard to annoy. Amen, Amen brother. Right? Like, yeah, I hear you. There. I think that's one of the other things, though. I don't actively try to do it because I'm at the point where it's just like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about AW. If I see it, I see it. Yeah. The only thing that I've searched... If- figure out the result too is thunder rosa versus jade cargo and somehow it still hasn't fucking happened yeah i know that's, Setting uh, up for a month. that's t- tomorrow yeah <laughs> tomorrow night yeah yeah all right um what do we got okay so fifth match 60 minute time limit let's hope it doesn't go 60 minutes the never championship over never open weight championship match tomohiro ishii who is the champ against evil brandon thoughts no stipulations, no lights off, no tied together, nothing. I can guarantee they're going to cheat, Evil and his, and his crew, but yeah, yeah. no no steps. Again, to my last point, it's like I feel bad for Shibata getting wedged into this. A guy doesn't hasn't wrestled for how many years, and you just like he's got to warm the crowd up and then get followed up by Evil. You can't yeah. get get people going a little bit more for him. Well, we'll t- we'll talk about it after 
We'll talk about Chibata after we get through this first night. Uh, Chris. So, so sorry. Real quick. When, what's the date on this? This is the 31st or the first? No, this is always January 4th. 4th. Okay. Always January 4th. Oh, so we're, we're still a week away. We are. Okay. This will, this first show will have happened before we record next week. Got it. Okay. We record on the 4th. It will already be nighttime the 4th when you wake up. You know what I mean? Okay. So next week we'll be doing the show in the middle of Wrestle Kingdom. Right. I don't I don't think we're gonna gotcha. cover Wrestle Kingdom until the next week, but we'll it will have happened. If we want to talk All about right, it, we can my talk bit. about it. Yeah. Chris, thoughts on the uh, evil Ishii? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not nothing really drawing too much excitement about this entire card. Uh I love Ishii, but you know, I mean like I said, nothing really going on and it's there's no stories have been told over the last few months, so it's right. really no build to anything. Six max, sixty minute, uh, 60 minute time limit. IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. The Hosh, Big Yoshi Hosh and Hiroki Goto, who are the challengers. They won the World Tag League against the champs, Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tai Chi. Brandon. This would be exciting if this was like match one. If this was what started it, then I would be into it. But at this point, I guarantee you I'm going to be gritting my teeth going, ah, come on, please just get this over with. Right. Well, lucky for you, there's two more matches after this. Chris, right. thoughts? Their tag, I, I said this last time, their tag league is always, their tag division has always been kind of lackluster. Yeah, it stinks. So, you know, it's the throw dudes together to make a tag team. Yeah. Shit, I'm not a big fan of it. Seventh match, 60-minute time limit, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. The challenger... Romo Takahashi, best of Super Junior winner, versus El Desperado in his first defense. Brandon, go. I think I'll watch the Shibata and then, and then jump right to this if I'm watching it after the fact. This is probably will be wild as hell. Yeah, I'm big. I'm a big Despy fan. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Brandon on that. This should be exciting as fucking yeah. hell. And your eighth match, eight matches. 60-minute time limit, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match. We got Shingo Takage, who is the champ, against Kazuchika Okada. Brandon, good. Perfect. We got a three-solid match card. We're going to skip everything else and be pumped for these three. I like it. That's how, that's how I'm doing this. Yeah. Chris? Yeah, you should have introduced – you should have talked about that match as IWGP Heavyweight Champion – Loses to Kajuka <laughs> Okada. Yeah. <laughs> well, the interesting thing about this, what a point I wanted to make, um, is that looking at this card, of course, we already mentioned that the, the front end of the card, the first three matches are just like trash. Is Shibata is the most interesting part of this fucking show, <laughs> considering we get a day two. Like, this is, uh, it's the fucking fourth match. It's at the, pretty much the beginning of the real show is the Shibata match, who I guess we're going to assume is Suzuki. I don't think we're going to get a giant surprise. Brandon, thoughts? It makes me legitimately angry that I have to talk about this watered-down shit. It just doesn't need to be that way. Chris, good. No, I, yeah, I think we covered it. There's not really much to say about it. Yeah. It's kind of snoozerific. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, we have a night two. Night two of Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> Tokyo Dome, Wednesday, January 5th. Here we go. First match, 60-minute time limit, 
the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship three-way match. We get the champs, Tiger Mask and Robbie Eagles. I didn't even know they were the champs, dude. That shows you how little I get shit. Versus Rocky Romero and Ryusuke Taguchi, who are the super coaches. And El Fantasmo and Taiji Ishimori. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I don't know if, if they could have pulled off one night at Wrestle Kingdom with the amount of shit that junk that we're going through. Yeah. What's next? Chris, you excited? Tiger Mask. Should I just go back to being quiet again about this? Tiger sure. Mask. The seventeenth, the seventeenth iteration of Tiger Mask. <laughs> Some dude with no personality. What's diverticulitis? Just he just got over diverticulitis at the beginning of the year. Oh, he's been shitting and COVID. Shitting that liquid. And COVID. Ooh man, diverticulitis and fucking COVID. Woo. He wrestles now like someone that had COVID and diverticulitis. He was, sh- he was shitting his brains out, couldn't smell it, yep. taste the atmosphere. <laughs> Taste the atmosphere. Taste the atmosphere around him. Oh, my God. If you could taste the atmosphere around him, he would say, I don't want to be in this match. You're not going to set your alarm for 2 a.m. to watch a guy that's been shitting his brains out and can't taste the atmosphere around him getting the ring? He's got a giant scar (laughs) in his chest now. Poor guy. Just retired, dude. Second match, 30-minute time limit. The Stardom Special Match. He made it onto the main card. Starlight Kid and Mayu Iwatani versus Sayakami Tani and good old Tommy Nakano. Brandon, thoughts? Nice. I hope that they seize the opportunity here with the junk around them and, and go bananas. We get something exciting. Right. Chris? Yeah, this is one I'll definitely watch. This, this is one that could like, <laughs> early steal the show if they give them more than 10 minutes. I don't think Help, like, I guess a question for you here. Yeah, good. I, I know you focus on getting us into stardom, and yes. I'm at the point where I know the characters, and yes. I know, like, some of the, the higher storylines that have, that extend over long periods of time. This match and these four women being the selection for Wrestle Kingdom, how do you feel about that? Is this, like, a, a an appropriate choice for that? Is this Was there something they should have done? I'm curious, like, why this is what they went with. Well, they had what the, they called it a random selection. So they took a one person from every faction, the five major, the five factions in stardom. They brought him in the middle of the ring. The five people that were represented were Mayu, Starlight Kid, Utami, and Tommy Knox, and Suri. They had uh, sticks, and whoever pulled the white stick was eliminated. You know what I mean? Right. Pulling pegs. First person to pull a peg was Siri, and she was immediately (laughs) immediately eliminated. So then they were color-coded, the sticks, blue or red. Red meaning uh, you were on one team, blue, you were on another team. So they all pulled sticks. Starlight Kid and Mayo Iwatani, former... um, both in stars, Starlight Kid has turned heel. She's evil now. So these two are actually rivals. And then Utami and Tom Nakano got selected for the other team. They are both the current, you know, pending today's show. They're the current white belt and red belt champions. Sayakamitani, who is the feuding with Tom Nakano, begged Utami to represent her team. Utami wasn't going to do it and then eventually said, yeah, you can do it. So I don't know if this kind of broadcasts who's going to win these title matches or not. 
coming up to the next show. Might not. But, yeah, we got some feuds. We got some internal feuds. So okay. Saya, Saya is fighting Tom at the at the big show today. And Mayo Itani and Starlight Kid don't like each other. Can they get over it and help each other out? I don't know. Or are we going to have, like, a classic, huh. classic, they couldn't get along WWE style. They can't get along. Can these rivals get along? So there you go. That is the challenge with this stuff. I I respect you for being able to do it because as much as you watch matches monthly or, or quarterly, even if it's AEW and it's all in English and you can figure it out, if you don't do the full WWE 10-minute explanation video before every match, you just know there's a ton of shit that's it's whizzing by you and you're not picking up on it. So. Right. Well, that's what I'm here for. Just ask me. I know. I watch too much of it. <laughs> All right. Third match. No time limit. No Oh, God. No time limit. King of Pro Wrestling 2022 four-way match. It's the winners of the New Japan Rambo and night one will face each other to be the king of professional wrestling. Mind you, did either of you guys check out the match, the drinking match? Between <laughs> Chris, did drinking you check this match. out? There was a drinking match between Toro Yano. No. Oh my God, I can't. I thought I had sent no. it to you. Oh fuck, I must have forgotten about it. So, <laughs> who the fuck was in it? Oh God. Eh, whatever. We'll talk about it next week before we review. We'll talk about it before we review this, I guess. So there was right. a big. There was a drinking match for King of Pro Wrestling where. They did like five minutes in the ring. You could win five minutes in the ring, and then you had to go outside and do a shot of whiskey and then get back in the ring and wrestle again. It was what's, <laughs> fuck, what the fuck is his name? The guy that was in Noah, and he's in Suzuki Goon. He's the Katamaro? Yeah, yeah, Katamaro. Yeah, it was Katamaro versus, uh, versus uh, uh, Toriyano in a drink-off. It was ridiculous. I, I just assumed it was Katamaro because it comes to the – Ring with a whiskey bottle in his hand. Yeah, he's Suntory Man. But they did. Yeah. It was kind of fun because they did this whole thing where they were like, they wouldn't trust each other to drink the booze, so they both had to open fresh bottles of whiskey and they held a mic up to it and it went, you know, the sound of the foil cracking. They were doing. It was so dumb, but it was fun. King of Pro Wrestling matches tend to be really dumb, but as long as they keep the idea original, and New Japan really isn't putting out a very good product. Sorry, I'm going to tune in for the dumbass fucking King of Pro Wrestling match. This you one might be point. good. As long as it's not chasing Toriyanu, Toriyanu must, I'm imagining he just has like a yellow legal pad full of gimmick match ideas. And he's just, he's down to like five pages left in the, that he hasn't covered yet. He's like, did we do the, uh, we both wear clown shoes match yet? And he's like, how about the whiskey match? <laughs> like, well, they, they put it up to a vote to the fans and it was uh, shots of sake or shots of whiskey. And they all, it was like overwhelmingly they said whiskey. Pretty okay. good. Good stuff. But we get a four-way match. I'm assuming that uh, is going to be in this. How about this one? Fourth match, 60-minute 60 60 60 minute limit, it says for some reason. 60-minute match. Never six-man tag championship match. The challengers, Yo, Yoshihash, and Hiroki Goto versus Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil, who I assume are the champs. Excited for that, Brandon? The balls on these people to run show and yo out there both nights of Wrestle Kingdom after they just did a 60-minute match. <laughs> They're going to be so tired. 
Chris, thoughts? Okay, it's, it's terrible. Next, fifth <laughs> match. 60-minute time limit. Special <laughs> singles match. Sonata versus the great old Carney. Brandon. Fuck. Oh, God. Probably like my two least favorite guys. <laughs> Next, I'm going to keep going. You just give me your thoughts at the end. Next, six match, 60-minute time limit, special singles match. Tetsuya Naito versus Jeff, Jeff Cobb. This should be a good one. Brandon. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, actually I'm really interested in. It'll just, this card is, these cards are so weird because it'll just go from like pure junk that you feel like you'd get at a house show to like, oh shit, Naito versus Jeff Cobb. Yeah. The way this is laid out too, we'll talk about it at the end. Um, hey, it kind of seems like this, whoever comes out of this match, the winner, is going to challenge for the title in New Beginning. Just seems that way. Okay, uh, seventh match, 60-minute time limit, IWGP U.S. Heavy Championship. The way that they write on their website is too good. No DQ match. Ooh, kendo sticks. The challenger, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tanahashi versus the champ, Kenta. I don't know how long the U.S. Championship's been around, but this is, Kenta is the 11th champion. Seems like a lot. Considering yeah. how, how short, I don't know how long this championship's been around. I I think so. I think the first was the first U.S. champion, Cody Rhodes. No, it was Ken, I think it was Kenny Omega. Didn't they Kenny do a tournament? Omega. And Kenny won it. Yeah, I don't know. The it was when was they did California. that show in the pyramid. Yeah, the final was in California, and it was Omega versus Ishii in the final, I believe. Right. Yeah. Right? I don't remember. Ah, know. Thoughts, Brandon. Now, are you sure there's not like a uh, Togi Makabe versus Hanma egg salad sandwich eating contest between these two matches? Or are they doing two good ones in a row here for us? I hope. I ho- <laughs> Wait, maybe that's the king of front wrestling <laughs> four-way matches, egg salad eating sandwich. It's like Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, this, this should be go. a pretty good one. Would you like to hear the winners of the that uh, U.S. championship? Yeah, give it to me. Go ahead. Okay, so Who's you're in, starting with the first one. Yeah, your initial your uh, uh, inaugural winner was Kenny Omega. Then it went to Jay White. Then it went to Juice Robinson. Then Cody Rhodes. Then back to Juice Robinson. Then to John Moxley. Then it was vacated. Then it was Lance Archer. Then it was John Moxley again. Then it was Lance Archer again. Then it was Tanahashi, and then it's Kenta. Okay. And it changed. We've had 11 champions in since 2017. So five five years. Mm-hmm. So two a year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you excited for this one? Should be okay. I don't know about the no DQ bullshit though. Yeah, I mean, I Tanahash, Tanahash and Kenta, two old guys will go at it. Love some hash. Yeah, love some hash. Love some Kent. Not That's some great Yoshi hair. Hosh. I don't like Yoshi Hosh. I like this Hosh. A lot of jacked up shoulders and yep. stiff ass hips going at hips. it. Mm-hmm. Eighth match, 60 minute time limit, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, the winner between Okada versus Shingo, <clears throat> it's Okada, faces the challenger, William the Birdman, Birdie Birdface. Brandon Good. Bird, Birdman versus, uh, sorry, my fucking boss is texting me. Birdman versus. 
Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. I just I just want to make sure you're 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 still ready for work. It's it's only seven thirty eight p.m. I I, I uh, need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I'm on West Coast time. You gotta you have to work on West Coast time. I'd be sending yeah, this is a blast. text at four a.m. his time. Yeah, I'm equally as excited for that text as I am for the Birdman at, at Wrestle Kingdom. That yeah, should be exciting. There's no fucking way Will Ospreay's winning. Okada wins. Okada wins out. He's the champ. They bring back yeah. the old title. Mm-hmm. And then we, I think we get Okada versus Jeff Cobb at New Beginning. We get Naito versus Jeff Cobb. The winner of that is going to face Okada, I think, at New Beginning, which is the next tour. It's usually the way it lay, lays out. Which isn't the worst thing in the world if that's the outcome. All right. So uh, excited. Scale of uh, 1 to 10, Brandon, your level of excitement. Number one being um, eating ass without COVID to number 10, eating ass with COVID. Uh, this is I'm going to go right down the middle. This is like a five out of 10. It's like this is like eating ass uh, as your senses are coming back. So you're like, there's a risk of some poop taste. You, you feel good about the. There's probably going to be some poop in here, but for the most part, you're, you might get some good clean ass eating in. Nice. So, nice. Chris, <laughs> coin flip, coin right, flip so, on your poop ass eating or what? So first of all, we're gonna have to take those one and ten. We're gonna flip them for me. Uh, okay. If you're not getting butt, then you ain't eating ass. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a five. A five. Respect. Five. Yeah, give it a five. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Bunch of crap. I think you might I don't have, have to already... sit through it live, so fuck it. Yeah. I, uh, I think you might I, have already just taught me from earlier, Chris. If you're not getting butt, you ain't eating asses. <laughs> it is up living, there, buddy. If you ain't tasting butt, you ain't eating ass. You ain't living. <laughs> I think I got to go with the <laughs> egg salad sandwich contest. Four out of ten here. Maybe some poop in that egg. Yeah, I'm not too stoked on this. So much so that I watch this fucking live every year. I am not watching it live this year. I'm, I'll get up and watch it. There's no way I'm fucking getting up at three o'clock in the morning watching this shit. I think the last, I think last year's, I ended up waking up so early that I caught the final couple matches. Just <laughs> same like here. With my coffee, like, ugh. Yeah, same here. I watched the final. That was also yeah. the weird fucking evil comes in at the end even though he got the shit kicked out of him earlier in the fucking match and you're earlier in the show and you're like why do you even get to challenge this is so weird oh god new japan please be better i know it's not all your fault please be better god i loved you so much go ahead no i was gonna say it's here's the one thing though it's they've been dealing with covid we've been dealing with covid for so long now that at some point you have to say they, you can't blame it on that anymore. Oh, it's COVID and the writing no, hasn't right. been that good. They're restricted. Bullshit, man. Get your shit together because you guys are putting out some fucking snoozers. And all those dudes on that card, you have some good people on that on both of those cards. Why are we getting show and yo? Why are we getting these guys? You know, I mean, all right, you're going to promote. You want to push show and yo? Fine. But why? Why? Why is this the way we're doing it? Why is this house of torture, fucking, Chris? House why of is torture. There, why is there a tag team match with Yoshihashi involved in it in 2020 fucking two? He's the Hosh. The true Hosh. Yeah, I know. And if you don't want to watch Wrestle Kingdom, 
Tenzon. January 4th. He's not in the show either. There, uh, I talked a couple weeks ago about the women's deathmatch group, uh, Pro- uh, Prominence. They got a show on the 4th. It's on Wrestle, Wrestle Universe. And if you watch this and you hate Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> then you hate New Japan, just spend the 10 bucks and get fucking Wrestle Universe. You get your DDT. You get your Noah. Good stuff. I can't believe I got what are those loose. Go ahead. What are those Lucifuge boys up to? They got anything running next weekend? <laughs> just go to Jersey and watch them rest. <laughs> Yeah, let's move on. Let's talk about AEW. There was a lot of AEW. You want to talk about uh, Winter is Coming first? It's two weeks ago, so I don't know if I remember, <laughs> remember any of it. I'll just go through so, it. I'll go through the matches through real it. fast, yeah. and then if you guys have anything you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Um, we got the Hangman Adam Page versus Danielson match, which went to a time limit draw. COVID coughs. Um, it was an hour. Like an hour even. Well, it was an hour long, and as soon as they got to about a half hour, I was like, this is a draw. Yeah. Not saying that it was bad, but it was painted all over the walls. I thought it was a very good match. I loved it. It was excellent. I enjoyed it. I don't mind a time limit draw on TV, uh, or if you're really trying to go somewhere with a story. I don't mind that. I don't mind these two in the ring for an hour. Um, But it was obvious where it was going. Once we got to a certain time, I was like, "Mm, this is going to be the first half of the show. One problem I did have with this match, though, is that um, after Daniel's, after the draw, I was thought for sure Danielson was going to stomp the living shit out of him. We didn't get that. I thought that would have been perfect for his character, but I'm not going to complain. It was a great fucking match. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I have mixed feelings about this, where I, I completely agree with you guys uh, as far as the quality of the wrestling itself and an hour of those two working together. There's a lot worse things that could be going on on AEW Dynamite for an hour. Uh, but I, I'm also reaching a boiling point with this AEW refusing to just change the fucking champions thing that they keep doing. So, yeah, they spent 45 minutes of this match, I think, before there was even a pin attempt. At that point, you're just like, OK, we're going the, the whole time and nothing's happening here. And it just uh, a little bit of it, it makes me feel like it was a waste of time as, as good as it was. I don't I it's wrestling for the sake of wrestling and it's great. I don't want to say a bad word about the quality of it but you're just like come on man we can we just get can we just get something going i did so like the, the, i did like that danielson beat the living shit out of him for most of the match though that was nice and it shows that, yeah i guess yeah. it shows that adam page was tough and he can last an hour even if he's just getting the shit kicked out of him go ahead Brandon. go ahead no yeah you're right i they do do a lot of wrestling for the sake of wrestling and they don't want to push storylines along too much which i think i'm just getting a little bit sick of this wasn't the worst example of it i'm okay with it i get i get it but uh, it's the x i don't know 50th time in a row where they didn't do it they hold these belts forever i think before the match as i said i hope we don't get a draw we get a draw so for that being what it was it was still really entertaining right chris good no, I was going to say, I think one of the biggest problems that – I think what might alleviate the, the fact that it's wrestling for an hour for the sake of wrestling for an hour is if you notice with this match, yeah, it was a great match. I enjoyed watching it. But, I mean, there's no fucking heat. There's nothing's really – it's like, oh, yeah, these guys are going at it, and it's fun, and we enjoy it. But you got to – they're not driving people to madness watching this stuff. You know what I mean? It's almost like that. 
we've gotten to this point where the fans are in on the on the joke and it's like it's just like now nah, they're doing this now and it's entertaining to watch but it doesn't really get me emotionally involved in the whole in the whole thing like you know the like I don't know. This is out of left field, but maybe, you know, to eliminate that, um, they should start. They should maybe stop making, first of all, YouTube videos, uh, you know, like that being the elite stuff like that. Um, giving this the fans this look in, like, go back to the old school. Be like, yeah, you know, guess what? It's fucking real and eliminate all that secondary shit. So there's still a veil of fucking mystery about this. There's none now. I mean, just the simple fact that the Young Bucks do a Meltzer driver is this nod to Dave Meltzer because he would go to PWG and hold his hand up for how many stars the match was after it. They need to eliminate all of that shit. Add some mystique back to the fact that you're watching a wrestling program, even though we know it's all fucking fake. We really have, like, you know, try to create that cloud again, even if it's just not letting anybody behind the scenes from now on. And if you could possibly do that, then you can have a feud that actually builds some emotion and not just this fucking like I'm watching a TV show, you know, like if you watch television shows, you don't know. I, like, like I said, I watched that James Bond movie the other day when the fucking when he let fucking spike balls out of his fucking Aston Martin. I went bad shit. Right. I know that shit can't really fucking happen, but I don't watch behind the scenes and how they made and all the interviews and all this other stuff. And it still has that mystique about it to where I can get involved in this thing that I know I'm, that I know is fake. But when you know too much about the, how the sausage is made, it kind of fucking blows it. Ran over. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No, no. I, I think ahead. that's a uh, that's a really good point. I My big problem with it is like I think a lot of these guys. uh and it, this is just my guess, but New Japan was the big thing to them for many years uh, before they started AEW. And New Japan obviously treats their big titles like that. Okada held the title for years. You don't just see they don't just turn over the IWGP heavyweight title on a cable show. These guys don't have that equity built up and that can play in their favor. That's really that could be a really good thing for a relatively new TV show. Turn the title over three weeks in a row if you want. Who cares? It's okay that these guys are going back and forth, and no one's established themselves yet on this new show. It's if it's John Moxley who came in and held the title for a while. Okay, I get that. People, he has an equity. Hangman Page isn't that person. Let's not do this again with him, where it's like an eight month run. I don't, I don't want to be watching this brand new TV show and already be like, well it's Cody Rhodes is fighting for the TNT title. This will be the one where they get, they turn it over. Britt Baker's not going to lose the title for six months until the X X thing that you can see coming from a mile away. Like make me fucking surprised. You, you have the ability to do that at any moment. Right. Yeah. Well, we're not to, there yet your, though. I mean, he honestly just won. Yeah. He just won it. He kind of just won it. But even with, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But even yeah. with like, all right, so, Back to what I was saying, like I just thought of this, like to 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 my point before, even with a guy like Hangman Page, right? Hangman Page to any anybody outside of anyone that watches AEW is just some fucking dude, right? He doesn't do anything that spectacular. I don't understand. It's almost like that. It's like it's the subconscious collective. We're backing this guy because he's our guy. 
but for no other reason than that, right? He's the AEW guy. We all love Adam Page because before AEW started, he was just in the fucking mix. Then they start with AEW and he's a tag team champion with Kenny Omega. And that's the whole thing there for a while. But he it's almost like the fans have decided whether they've gotten together and done it or they've just done it like it's the direction that this company that I back is going. So I'm going to go with it and I'm going to support this company that I'm a fan of. So I'm going to be a fan. I'm going to go batshit when Adam Page comes out, because this guy, for me, does fuck all. He does nothing for me. That's not saying he can't work in the ring, but there's nothing to him that fucking blows me away. It's not like I'm watching a guy to come out like, put it this way. When we watched whatever the pay-per-view was that we watched that Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan came out at the end, right? Adam Cole came out and I got fucking excited. He brings something. I would say on work rate, they're probably about the fucking same. They kind of look the same. They Who's they? Different kinds of cl- I'm sorry, Adam Page Cole and, and Page. Adam Cole. Okay. Right? They look kind of the same. There are two white dudes with fucking long hair. They just wear different clothes. But Adam Cole has it. And I'm not saying Adam Page isn't going to have it, but right now... Nobody can explain to me why he is the dude that all the people in the stands are going for, other than he's just our guy. You, that's he's what the you AEW said. guy. That's it. Yeah. That's the reason why. Right. Yeah, Chris. I mean, uh, Brandon. There. And I'm glad that you said what you said before Chris started talking, Jimmy, is that we're not there yet with Adam Cole is because you're right. We're 100 percent. Or Adam there. Page. Adam Page you're talking about. I'm sorry. With Adam Page. We're 100 percent not there. But. They already did the thing that I don't like where they that they do is that they forego telling an interesting story for the sake of having the champion hold the belt for longer. And that Daniel Brian Danielson's story was awesome. Chris laid out in great detail a couple weeks ago. Can you imagine how interesting it would be if Hangman finally gets to the summit and then he gives it right back again and what that would do for his character? All the stuff that they could have told, and they just gave us a a, a pass, pushed no outcome instead. And it's like, man, that's kind of frustrating. I, w- I hate to see that keep happening. Give me some different outcomes to exciting stories. Yeah. Good points. Let me yeah. just just one last thing before yeah. we move on. Good. It, I think I said this when I made that point initially. Look at fucking stardom. They do shit like that all the time. Yeah. They're these nuanced fucking stories that require emotion. Right. It's not this just like I won. Now I'm the king. It's this like I won, but I lost immediately. Now I have to deal with that. So but I think they feel that especially with, you know, I mean, we've seen on Twitter and and over the last few years about some of the comments that their fan base makes. That's the type of fan base. Some of their fans are the type of people that don't understand that nuance that you can lose. And not suck. Or be buried. Know? They all love or using be buried. the buried. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, like you get guys that lose. Ronda Rousey fucking got the shit beat out of her twice. She's still one of the best to ever do it. That doesn't right. take away from the fact that she's still one of the best to ever do it. But people right. don't see that. Give, give me more of using the belt as a tool in telling great stories instead of just the belt being the story. And people want to look at the 
record books and go, wow, he held it for eight months. He held it for two years. Is this Who's the best champion? I, I don't fucking care. Let's move on. Right. A couple other things from the show. Uh, <laughs> Karashida faced Serena Deeb in her revenge match. It's a pretty good match. She got the win. Okay, yeah, Brandon. I barely even remember this, to be honest. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was okay. The show in particular was okay. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on that? No, I think it's we know what to expect there. What? Uh, she to one. Mm-hmm. Deep's furious. Mm-hmm. I get, that feud isn't over. That's no. what we're doing with this, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna keep this going. Uh, MJF defeated Dante Martin via submission for the ring. This, this stunk. Yeah, I think we knew what was going to come out of this. There's no yeah, way Dante Martin's going to upset MJF in the middle of his CM Punk feud. Yeah, uh, I guess what the, the story they told to to get it over was yeah, Dante Martin stabbing his boys in the back. I think uh, Ricky Stark came in and interfered and yep. got him the win. So it's, yeah. Get Dante Martin. He can beat some of the guys in Team Taz and get elevate himself. That'd be yeah. That elevates him, you know. MJF just continues to look like not that great though as as a wrestler. Don't, don't listen. Hey man, don't fucking tell that to the AW fans. They think he's. I saw somebody say that he is one of the greatest talkers of all time. Okay. Um. Do you? <laughs> so, but isn't that like what you said? Brandon said, don't you think that okay, we're gonna beat beating MJF for this ring right in the middle of a CM Punk feud. That's gonna. That's not gonna help him. What if CM Punk causes him to lose? Right. But right. I mean, I think Brandon's point is that we knew that there was no way they were going to do it. Uh, no, I know. I know. Right. I, once again, nuanced storytelling. Right. Oh, he lost that match. Now, why would he go like They're him because cause CM Punk talked to Tony Khan because he, yeah. he got real <laughs> with his promo and shooting and, and kayfabe and here's words from wrestling and therefore I'm, a, I'm an insider. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking twats. <laughs> Is that it? We can move on. Yeah, that's it. Right, we can move on. Twatsville. All right, let's move on to uh, yeah, that Rampage stock. Let's move on to Holiday Bash, uh, AEW's Dynamite Holiday Bash. Adam Cole defeats Orange Cassidy, um, and uh, Kyle O'Reilly's in AEW now. Chris, are you excited about this? I know you're a big Kyle O'Reilly fan. I honestly, I thought this was like a giant wet fart. Uh, I am 100% in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also, so here's my biggest problem with this. So, first of all, they they immediately set up what could be some issue with them and the Young Bucks. So we're going to sit here and we're going to say, we're not like the other company, but we're just going to run their storylines. We're going to make yeah. these guys, uh, uh, we're going to run their storylines. Well, well, I mean, to be honest, to be, hold on, let me just chime in. Yeah. They were a faction in Ring of Honor as well. No. Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyler. No, no, no. Never? They were. So, I mean, if I don't know how far you got to go back from, from wherever. From, so when I first started watching. Um, when I first so, when I tried to get into Ring of Honor, Adam Cole was hurt. Right. And then we started watching. He came back. But he was never. Then he became a member of the Bullet Club. So you're going back pretty far. Before we started watching, he was feuding with. They were future shock. Oh, him, right, right, right. Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly. And Adam Cole turned on Kyle O'Reilly, and they had two like nasty 
bloody matches. Okay. Okay. Then they went. Was Bobby to, Fish involved with Future Shock at all? <clears throat> no, Bobby Fish came later. Bobby Fish and, and Kyle O'Reilly were Red Dragon. They were always solo. Okay. Then they went to NXT, became Undisputed Era. Okay, okay. And and this is going to the point I was just about to make. Maybe I'm just, to you N- know, it's just because they work together. Maybe I'm just f- fusing them all together in one factor. Right. But, but it sounds like I'm wrong. Go ahead. So then they go, and th- but this is the point I was going to make, so I'll keep going. So then they go to NXT, they become a faction, then Adam Cole turns on Kyle O'Reilly, and they go into another bloody battle, talking about how they'd gone through this battle before. And now they all leave NXT, now they're all in AEW. And now Kyle O'Reilly shows up as Adam Cole's buddy again, as far as we know. And now we're going to go through this whole thing all over again. So this is three fucking times that these two guys went through this battle. I'm your friend. Now I'm not. I'm your friend. Now I'm not. Let's go to another company. I'm your friend. Now now I'm not. And it's time to not do this anymore. So what are we going to do? We're going to build to a pay-per-view match, which is a fucking, you know, uh, uh, unsanctioned, no-holds-bar match, barred match between Kyle O'Reilly and... And Adam Cole, because if that's the case and we end up telling this whole story again, what the fuck are we doing that's different than anybody else? Right. Can you imagine if they do like a war games match with these guys? The same dudes. <laughs> I mean, they already have a war completely games. Jack. <laughs> yeah. Who's the other I'm guy? Sh- I'm sure they're going to do it. Right. They're going to have they're going to do a war games between. Well, all right. So here we go. It'll I'm going to lay it out for you. All right, here we it's go. This is this is of course not factual. This is all. No, this is this is pure, pure uh, fantasy conjecture. booking. This is fantasy booking. They're going to do a war games match. It's going to be uh, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and who else is with them now? Anyone? Um, Michael Nakazawa. <laughs> okay, let's just throw him in there. Michael Nakazawa. We got the three Cut- core Cutler? guys. That's all we need. Big cuts and Spraying the stuff. Okay. Those four versus, or those five versus Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and the soon to leave WWE when his con- whenever his contract's up, Roderick Strong. Oh, right. I forgot Roddy. Because Roddy's only a matter of time before he's out. Yeah, his, his wife, girlfriend, is she wrestled on Dark. Right. And she yes. looked fucking great too. I don't. You guys should go out of your way and check that out. Like two it? weeks ago, she wrestled. She was fun. She looks fantastic. I mean, look, she's a she's an she was an MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. She's what do they call her? Purple. The uh, butcher of Bucharest or some shit like that? Where's she, she from? No, Eastern she's Europe Moldovan. Somewhere. Moldovan. She's Moldovan. Murderer. Murderer of Moldova. Moldavia. Yeah. Is that what they call her? <laughs> Something like that. Well, the yeah. sorrow of Moldavia, like Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. <laughs> Vigo the the, the Carpathian. Or whatever. Vigo the Carpathian. So it's only a matter of time for he's gone. But you no, know, she's a she was an MMA fighter. She's a uh, I think she's like a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. I mean, she's a legit wrestler slash fighter, so she should do well. She looks good. She's got like half white hair and everything. She looks fucking wild. Yeah. She looks like a pro wrestler now. She doesn't just look like a lady that works for NXT. Some lady that they threw in there. <laughs> Some lady yeah. that works for NXT. Now she looks like a legit psychopath pro wrestler. It's pretty good. Brandon, thoughts on uh, on uh, Kyle O'Reilly? Big big. Uh, one, Kyle yeah, O'Karn O'Reilly. <laughs> One, yeah, fuck. They're definitely going to do that war games match, and yeah. that's the lamest thing that they could do is so corny. Get all these all these exciting guys in that WWE didn't use properly, and then have them just do exactly what they already did and came up with. Uh, two, I, I I don't know if I was in a COVID haze here or what when I was watching this, but 
I questioned if I had missed something and Kyle O'Reilly had already been revealed as on AEW before this moment because he didn't get that big of a pop. Nope. And it was kind of strange the way that it unveiled itself because it's just like, I was like, has he already been on this show before? Because it was just like, ah, he's there. They get the little face off. Kind of disappointing if you're Kyle O'Reilly. Nobody really gave a shit. Nobody cares. Well, you know, there's also this weird thing where I think most wrestling fans are conditioned that if you do, the lights don't go out and your music comes on and you come down from the ramp, that they don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> right? So he just slid into the ring. But, yeah, I don't think anybody cares either, um, which surprises me because that seems like something they'd be like, yeah, mm. hey, do it all over again. It'll be great. Yeah, I don't – I really was – I don't know. I mean, you kind of felt like it was going to happen, and then when it did happen, it was like, I knew that was coming. But yeah, I did want to point out, I explained to my wife this. That's another fuck up of Canyon Seaman because he was just on fucking WWE TV. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and no more that three month no compete. I wonder how many of those guys don't have that. I think he also right uh, agreed to work his his contract just oh, okay. through the storyline and get it over with just so he could. It's a good move if you're a wrestler keep the door open for you if you leave makes you look good makes you yeah makes you look like you, you stick to your commitments you know like when you give your two weeks at your job you don't just spend two weeks stealing shit <laughs> showing just, up late or rip your smock off and throw it in somebody's face or rip off your apron have the knot get stuck and not mm-hmm. be able to throw it in somebody's that's right. face that's right cut it with a knife Fucking all right uh go <laughs> Go to right. quits. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, AEW announces that they were going to know in Heart Cup, men and women's Owen Heart Cup. Are you excited for this, Chris? Uh, I'm about as excited for this as I am for the TBS Championship right now. Yeah, they I don't care. It. Yeah, let's move on to the shit. TBS Championship. I mean, I guess it's cool because it's Owen Hart. I, I, I really don't fucking care. Charity. I don't. I don't they matter. They managed to, yeah, it's got something for the charity listed on the bottom corner of the screen. But they managed to annoy the poor wife of the dead guy. Did they again? To get her involved. They did? Well, I mean, she's been so far separated from wrestling. She won't talk to anybody. Oh, she's separated from Vince. I don't know about anybody. Yeah, else. that's, what it, that's yeah. what it is, yeah. Uh, what else? Okay, yeah, let's talk about the uh, TBS Championship Tournament. Ruby Soho faced Nyla Rose, and she won. And Vicky Guerrero got a comeuppance, which was nice. This was an okay match. wasn't great. It was good. I liked that uh, Nyla Rose flipped off the guy with the fucking stupid sign and got him fucking banned. That was nice. Brandon, thoughts? I miss that. Yeah, it was it was a little clunky at at first. Ruby Soho got her like jacket stuck in. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> and they're like fighting to get it off. Finally, she gets her jacket off, and the crowd she pops. Her that. shoulder trying to get that fucking. Yeah. <laughs> A little clunky for a semifinal of a two-month-long tournament, but yeah, we get Ruby Ruby Soho. That's why people wear pleather to the ring. They don't wear real leather. That should rip right (laughs) off if you need it to. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I think this is the way that it should go, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is the way I feel about it, that these uh, Ruby Soho is one of the people who should be wrestling for, like, you know, I hate to compare it to WWE, but, like, the, the worker's belt. You know, the one that's got to show up every week and wrestle on TV every week and this, that, and the other thing. You want somebody. You don't want You don't want to paint yourself in a corner with a monster. Uh, I will tell you this. I, I don't really pay much attention to Nyla Rose's matches, but she sells like a motherfucker. She does. She, does, she, is she really so does. Well. She's great. Yeah. 
So and she got banged up a couple of times, and consider she, I think she's only like four years in the business. Yeah, I mean, she worked for Sendai Girls for a while. Does, doesn't look like anybody else. It's totally yeah. different. No, she's cool. You know, gives 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 people somebody that they can identify with, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just on so many levels. Uh, um, but you know, I was I I poo pooed Nyla Rose because her work was what I saw was poo poo. But when I watched how well she sold them that match, it was it was fucking tremendous. Yeah, she did a great job. This was a very entertaining match. It's you know yeah. we from where we were last year, the women's division is way better, even if the TBS tournament isn't everything we wanted it to be. It's exactly what we expected, but it's well, not really. I mean, it's been fine. It's just taken. I mean. I, I appreciate it. And we talked about it. We didn't want to, you know, I, I was like, why is it taking, why are we waiting until January 5th? It seems a little long. And then it's like, okay, well, do we have to rush everything now? We don't really have to rush everything. At this point, I think that we've taken too long. We could have not rushed everything, but we've taken too long. Yeah. So I, I don't feel that a, a tournament is a story. Right. You can tell stories within the tournament, but tournament itself is not a story. It's just a plot device. This isn't a story that's it's this is a plot device that has taken this is R two D two showing the hologram of the Death Star for six months. Right. <laughs> I mean it's just like, okay, I get it. This is where we gotta go and blow it up. But all right, can we just get to the part where we blow it up? <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh last match on this card, what do we have? Uh Oh, no, no, I wanted to talk about this. So Malachi Black beats the shit out of uh, Griff Garrison. The reason this match happens is because the uh, the Hollywood Blondes, or whatever they're called, <laughs> um, the lady that's with them gets black mist sprayed in her eyes, and now she's blind, I believe. Um, nice. So Griff Garrison gets the shit kicked out of him. Brian Pillman Jr. comes out and saves him. But Malachi Black has been really pushing this, like, school of black, black house, whatever the fuck he's calling it. Black house is the liquor. But whatever he's calling his faction, is Griff, are we getting, like, a bunch of vampire-type people that are joining? Because I think this would be perfect for a guy like a no-personality guy that is real big with edge-like vampire hair, like Griff Garrison. If he starts bringing, like, younger guys into a crew... I think this would be perfect. He gets he succumbs to the dark side of the force. Speaking of Star Wars, I dig it. I dig what do you guys think? I mean, this is completely. I bad. love that. Yeah. Right. If he starts turning them. Yes, I hope he bites Brian Pillman and kills him. He plays I mean, him down in the. In the... Ha- go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. That was funny that they had the lights go out and uh, Julia Hart's face is covered in like black paint, like he Goop. just spit all over. Yeah. Yeah. He hey, gooped her. On. Hold on, hold on. Yes, hold on. are you looking for the image? No, I just okay. I just thought of something. Yes. Yeah, like he bites the bites Leaf Garrison. He bites him. him. No, Leaf. I was going to hold on. <laughs> Let he me tell you my storyline. I want to tell you mine before. I don't want you. To, hold on. I was starting it first. Let me go first. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So Griff, you, go. you got a Leaf Garrison, but Leaf Garrison. <laughs> I Griff Garrison. Purpose, I Griff Garrison. So Griff Garrison, he converts to the dark side. Griff Garrison bites Brian Pillman Jr. like a vampire. He kills Brian Pillman Jr., lays him in the tomb next to his dead father. A tomb. The end. The end. <laughs> the end. He doesn't oh. go back. He just dies. They're both dead. Go ahead. All right. So my thought was oh, that you. he wants. He wants. <laughs> he wants. 
he wants to see Brian Pillman Jr. suffer. Right? So he bites his mother. I was going to say, he fucks his mother. His mother. His mother. mother, Well, he fucks his mother. And then he bites her when he's done. But his mother is such a shriveled husk that there's no life force left. And he's like, I still hunger! And then he attacks Brian Pillman Jr. Okay. I like that. Ooh. That's like Lost Boys. Oh, Lost Boys. Okay. That's him flying. What the sound is. That's his his jacket flopping in the wind. Gotcha. We need so, video here. Maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. Yes. Brandon, what are your? It comes. It comes out that Malachi Black has been draining his, draining the life force out of Brian Pillman Jr.'s mom all of these years, and that's what's, that's what's driven her to, into madness. I think this, we got a good storyline. An incubus. I'm into it. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm choking to death. Sorry, it's the COVID. Plus, Griff Garrison as like young, brood edge rules. Right. Because he's big. He's a big guy, man. Yeah. He's got that huge head of curly hair. I like it. It's much better than varsity jacket guy no, that's cool. trying to stand up for his girlfriend and just getting his ass beat. And they're like, yeah, he <laughs> once played high anywhere. school near here. Oh, that was our, um, you know, we talk about our homecomings every week. Yeah. That was our homecoming of that week. <laughs> that's Chris how he Garrison was from that area. Uh, last match on this card was uh, a ridiculous match between CM Punk, Sting, and Darby Allen. CM Punk with his Sting face paint on, Sting with CM Punk's T-shirt on his face. They defeated the Pinnacle. I like this match. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculously overbooked. Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, I thought this was a ton of fun. The the face paint thing was awesome. Immediately like set the tone for this kind of just being silly. Uh, CM Punk chasing MJF around the fucking arena and then back into that spot where Darby Allen does like a suicide dive and actually clobbers a MFTR. I thought that was really entertaining. Oh, and fucking MJF stole my line. He called Sting Krusty. He did call him Krusty. I noticed that. Listen to the podcast. It's fucking bullshit. We got, that must be one of our listeners. So (laughs) took him a year to think of it, but finally he, he jacked my shit. Holy shit, when they, real quick, when they were, um, before I go to review, Chris, when they were going to commercial and they're like, we're going to be right back, and the pinnacle is standing in the corner, and Darby Allen comes flying out of nowhere and crashes into him. I fucking love Darby Allen, man. It's a shame he hates women. Chris loves. So, this is how I see it happening. Uh, Malachi Black is, <laughs> he's, he's screaming. He's like, I am eternal. I am eternal. I kill your father. I am McDonald's. I am McDonald's. What the fuck are you saying? I am eternal. Oh, gotcha. I kill your father and your father's wife. I suck your mother's energy till she is husk. And then I kill you. What do you think? I like it. It's pretty awesome, right? Okay. Uh, I thought of that when I ran ran to the bathroom. No, um, let's move on to what I wanted to say. I do have a point here. Um... (laughs) This was like such a throwback to old school, like WCW, NWA, fucking six mans during like uh, what's Great American Bash or uh, Clash of the Champions, where like somebody would tag up with the Road Warriors, Clash of Champions, face paint. It was so good. I really liked this. Um, And uh, bald uh, David Wells. What's the David Wells guy that plays for FTR? Dax Harwood. That plays for. 
professional. <laughs> professional. He fucking plays for takes, the Padres. He takes all three finishers like a fucking clown, right? I mean, sells the GTS, sells the fucking the Scorpion Death Trap. When he sold the GTS, because this is another thing that ruined, you know, that I woke up and. Went, it's because I'm a piece of shit who can't get off. It went right on Instagram while I was still laying in bed and saw it and was like, I watched him take the GTS and then he stood up like straight sort of walking backwards. I was like, he's going to take all fucking three finishers. And he took all three of them. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and good. like, look, you know, these are the type of things that wrestlers do because they're professionals, right? They do a job. It's what they do. They're proud to do the job that they do. And when fans chime in, we fucking made him do that because he's fucking buried. No, <laughs> no, they fucking, it's their job and they try to be as professional as humanly possible because they have, some people in this world have pride in themselves and they <laughs> want to be known as somebody who's easy to work with, not somebody who is a fucking internet shitbag. The end. The end. Well done. I wish they were vampires. Thank you. Oh, by the way, in that comment that someone posted on the internet that said mjf was one of the best talkers they were combined with dax harwood they were the two of the greatest car talkers in the history of professional wrestling. history history all time was he 12 i mean he could be 12 the person could be 12 <laughs> all time was the guy 12 was his motherfucker 12 all right let's move on last 12. part of this uh, of our AEW recap uh rampage from christmas do you guys stop what you were doing and watch rampage we like, I made everybody leave the room. Everybody leave. I have to watch. <laughs> Actually, I think I may be home already. <laughs> I have to watch. I have to watch professional wrestling. Uh, a couple things to talk about on this. Uh, Hook defeated one of uh, Bear Country in the second match. He beat Bear Bronson after receiving a Rikishi driver. He pops back up and wins. The internet was very upset with this. How dare Fuck. he no sell a pile driver? This was awesome. I Fuck loved it. them. I loved oh, it. Oh, that was fucking great. Brandon, go ahead. Pause. Yeah, I completely agree. This was entertaining. And I'm getting a kick out of the like what this lineup is going to be of who, who they send out for Hook for like his first 10 matches or show. It's like Fuego Del Sol. Bear uh, Bronson. Bear Bronze. <laughs> Are we getting Bear, like Bro- Bear Boulder next? That's the other yeah. Bear. They're going to dig up Bear Bryant doing a wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> more corpse wrestling. Please. No more vampires. Gonna, listen, listen. God. The cult. They're going to take up Bear Bryant. The cult has already, it's already there. Yes. Pretty soon it'll be all of AEW will be consumed. Subsumed. You just don't notice it. So they will be subsumed. They're going to exhume. Exhumed. Consumed and subsumed. Chris, did you love this? I fucking loved it. I love Hook. I like that he has the world's strongest neck. I'm a big fan. Like his old man. Yeah, he's fucking out of control. Then when he throws the guys in his corner, you actually see it. See, when I look at him, I don't see his old man. But now when he's wrestling, you see that fucking ugly puss that his old man had. Yeah. You can see it. This kid's fucking, yeah, this kid hopefully is around for a long time. Yeah, same. I agree. Uh, Layla Hirsch is turning heel. Chris, you excited? I'm excited anything she does. Yes. She's green as fuck. She is. Man, she was stumbling all over the ring in this fucking She's match. a stumble bumble, but, uh, you know, I think she'll she, get I, it I, together. I think she wrestles bigger than her legs. That's the problem. 
Like her legs, yeah. can, only, her legs can only jump so high. And she, her, She's got wrestler, whittle legs. She's got whittle-ass legs. Good wrestler, though. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. Yeah, no, that's all I had to say on this one. It's like I, I was excited to see her out there on TV. I think that was like our first episode. She was our topic of choice, so she has a special place in my heart, but it didn't look like she got that much better since our first episode. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Layla Hirsch, Russian from Jersey. <laughs> and the main event. The internet was so angry. More talk of burying. They still don't get it. Cody Rhodes defeats Sammy, the I don't give a shit about him champ. For the AEW TNT Championship. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, I mentioned earlier, as soon as you see Cody Rhodes coming out, you're like, this is to turn it over tonight. They zoomed out to Cody Rhodes, double thumbs down to end the episode. <laughs> People are still pissed. I think this is a good way to do it. He could turn this over in a week and it wouldn't matter. He, got, he did what he had to do there. I like that he has. He had a little celebration afterwards. He brought out, he dragged out fucking uh, uh, Crockett. His old ass was out in the ring, handing yes. him the belt. It was all so fucking stupid. I loved it. And Sammy Guevara. Like the hottest topic. Yeah. Sammy Guevara, who uh, has done shit. He really has done shit. And did they love him? He ain't done shit in this company. And he gives up the title. See ya, Sammy. Chris, thoughts? Well, first of all, they had that big laugh about with them replacing, you know, uh, MJF with Britt Baker. If there's anybody legitimately that needs to be replaced with Britt Baker, not that Britt Baker should be, you know, it's an insult to Britt Baker, but Sammy Guevara, he doesn't do shit. Right? All he does is go on podcasts talking about how he wants to rape women. That's about it. And then get suspended for a month and then come back. Apparently he left his uh, wife for uh, Ty Conti, too. Oh, good. He's, really? Yeah. The internet's really uh, upset. <laughs> I was going to say something. Dude, I was, did he really? Apparently. Hey, man. Didn't he just get engaged? Like, dude, on he did it on TV? Shows? He did it on television. And oh, then this the next week, cool. fucking uh, uh, Tenman insulted his wife or his fiance. Said they must not have good pickings down in Houston or wherever the fuck he's from. And he and he was like, man, I guess he's right. I guess he's right. <laughs> well, hey, man. If no, that's true. Buttons, if it's true. That's so, like the John um, Cena fucking engagement. Every time anybody gets engaged in a pro wrestling on the show, goes right down the shitter. <laughs> yep. Not not Triple H. No. I mean, he's a you know, man. Yeah. He's this marriage, there's a couple. This marriage is over. He's cucked. But you know, he's he's cucked. But no, what I was gonna say, um, they did that, and then the thing happened. They uh. They um that match was like they were going like, you know, he's the CEO along with the, you know, whatever EVP along with the young bucks. And Kenny, like they were selling the fact that he is a high position in the company. Yeah. Like they're fucking now if you don't it. see what's happening here. You're a fucking more like, you know, they were on fucking Internet. Like, oh, God, he takes us. Got to get him over. Oh, God. Uh, that's Alistair Black again. Hal whatever his name is, Joe Malik End. Joe End? Joe End. Tommy End. Joe End. Just just clackety clack, clack, clack. You know they're doing that. It's like, hey, dummy. Like, how many times do you, like, they get fucking, what are they called? They work themselves into a shoot? Is that what that is? Yep. Is that what they say? Don't they say that? I don't know. I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know what that fucking means. But They do that. They work yourself into a shoot, brother. 
Yeah, like, oh, God, they're doing this to screw him. No, they're doing this to get you to do that. Yep. That's why I can't wait till he comes out to an even bigger, uh, like, it's going to be massive. (laughs) It's going to be so good. He's going to come fucking a UFO. And he's going to be standing there. Yeah, I'm into it. He's going to come out real small, like, Hello! And they're gonna shoot him with a ray gun. He's gonna get real big. And he's fired out of a, out of a cannon. <laughs> they're gonna shoot off. a cannonball into his stomach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm into it. I love it. Brandon, are you on board with the uh, Cody heel? <laughs> Cody is a heel. The funny, the funniest name for Malachi Black's character would be Joe. Joe. Joe and <laughs> he's just like a haunting Joe. <laughs> Joe Black. Sounds like a cup of coffee. Uh, right, yeah, look, I'm on board with it. Let's you're go. on board. Excellent. Let's move on to uh, the preview for AEW's, AEW's Dynamite New Year's Smash, which is happening tomorrow night. Here's your card. Ready? This is what we know so far. We're getting the return of Jim Ross. Oh. Does that sound good? <laughs> didn't even notice he was gone. I didn't, did I? He, got, he had his, his cancer treatment. He's got cancer on a leg. He got two. I hope he comes leg. out with one leg. Oh god! I hope he comes <laughs> out with a peg leg. He comes out like a pirate. Instead of Just cowboy hat, he's got a pirate hat on and a hook. I bet you never seen a one-legged man <laughs> right there sit on buck and buck. No legs at all. He's just like a pile, and, and they but they don't use a wheelchair. They just like hanging from a crane. He's like a potato head without the feet. <laughs> Let's he comes out like that. that Shriners Hospital kid that's always trying to sell blankets. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? Hey, you got, if you give me $10, I'll give you this dog or a little blanket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm right. going to hell. <laughs> We're going into fucking Total Annihilation 2022, buddy. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I had Total Annihilation month. I'm good. I'm done. All right, let's move on. Um, Eddie Kingston. Santana and Ortiz versus Daniel Garcia and 2.0. Does this make you want to watch, Chris? No. Brandon? No. I mean, I like Eddie Kingston, but the rest of it is trash. Uh, TBS Championship Tournament semifinal. This is it. We're getting down to the finals after this match. Thunderosa versus Jade Cargill. Brandon, let's do this. This was the exciting matchup that we drew up four months ago when this yeah. tournament started. Uh, I think because Ruby Soho won, they're not going to do Hoss Battle. We're getting Thunder Rosa versus Ruby Soho for that worker's belt. That'd be nice. I think Thunder Rosa loses. I think we're getting Jade Cardgill losing to Ruby Soho on the final. And then turns on that goofball that's with her. Blames it on him. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. One of the two. I just... Um, Smart Mark. Smart Mark, Mark Fine, Feinberg or something? What the fuck is his name? Smart, Smart Mark Sterling. Smart right? Mark Sterling. He's Yeah, that might be what it is, but he's got to be at the top of the list of guys I've seen 40 times on TV and I wouldn't in a million years be able to tell you what his name was. No, no it's the guy who's getting a paycheck and I don't know who he is. He could be shitting in a trough next to me at a NASCAR race and I wouldn't Yeah, know. like I wouldn't even ran a NASCAR race. <laughs> <laughs> shitting into a trough. Poking <laughs> a race site. <laughs> All right. Orange, orange, <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah. I mean, he could, I could be sitting next to that guy in a trough in a NASCAR race. <laughs> Shit, he could be shitting next to me in a trough in a NASCAR race. I'm, I'm, I'm signing out. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, composure, please, composure. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. All right, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends versus Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, this is Bobby Fish's first or Kyle O'Reilly's first match in AEW. Thoughts, Chris? Look, I'll be honest with you. I I think this guy's great. I, I always have been a fan when I'm a fan of him since the first time I saw him. That being said, I could use a break from this. Yeah. Brandon? Sorry, I'm still here. Yeah, I, I feel the same as Chris. God damn, that got me. We could be both <laughs> blasting diarrhea into a sink next to each other and get a broken nose. I wouldn't even know this guy. A lot of people shit. <laughs> <laughs> COVID laughter. I can't believe uh, Oh, man. Uh, that was good. Uh, uh, good. One way that Thunder Rosa gets out, or Cardgill gets out of this, is that Thunder Rosa gets either Jamie Hayter and or Britt Baker interfere. Excuse me. I'm still holding on to that idea. And we'll see this won't happens. be like a clean result. No, no way. No. Thunder Rosa's getting screwed out of this. Although she has no problem, you know, looking at the lights. But all right, are we excited for Wrestle Kingdom Night One? No. Are we excited for AW Dynamite? No. no. Are you doing anything for New Year's, Brandon? No. no. <laughs> Chris, you work on New Year's? I'm working till about ten o'clock. Hopefully, I can get out of there earlier. Uh, I am actually going back to jujitsu Friday morning, Friday afternoon. I haven't trained in a month. Nice. And uh, so that's my new year. And um, yeah, so I'm excited. And then hopefully I can get 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 parked and get to work and get out of there early and go home because I got to work New Year's Day, too, which I don't know what kind of action is going to take place. So mom's we'll life. Yeah. Well, I work at night. OK. Which is none all life. that shit. I'll be home early. Yeah. I am. Um, I go back to work bartending tomorrow. CDC was nice enough to shorten it to five days after I'd already sat at home for 10 days. So, yeah, uh, I am spending my New Year's Eve with my in-laws. The kids are going to be over. We didn't see him for Christmas, so we're bringing all the toys. Talk a little away. Ben Simmons. Oh, no, no, I'm not talking Ben Simmons. I don't talk sports with them. I just go, yeah, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Huh? It is <laughs> what it is. Say, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Hey, you know. It's... I want to watch it. I haven't seen the ball drop in probably 15 years. Maybe I'll watch that. I was I supposed know. to go. We were going to go out to dinner at Mulhairens, but I don't like now everybody's either has COVID or is horrified of getting COVID. So nobody right. wants to do anything. So. Did your uh, girlfriend get it? No, she didn't, but because she just got the booster like three weeks ago. So well, my wife, did I was, I was she no late in bed with me like a, and was take care, took care of me for 10 days. She doesn't. Nice. She, she just took a PCR test yesterday. Nothing. Mm, I guess the hey, the vax works. Every I'll tell you, every I was sick of shit. I couldn't imagine if this was moderate. <laughs> What's that? What'd you say? Every six weeks you got to get pumped with a new new booster. New juice. That's, that's new juice. I'll tell yeah. you, you know, this was considered. This is you know mild symptoms. I was sick as fuck. I didn't get a fever though. Did you get a fever? 
No. Neither did I. I well, got let me ask, let me ask you this, fever. though. You know, get into COVID stuff. Yeah, did you, you don't know what variant you got. We just assume that it was Omicron, but we don't know. I have no idea. I didn't get a PCR. Yeah, test. so it could have been it could have been Delta too. You could still have gotten that. It's yeah. still out to be yeah. that. So that was much. It seemed like it was a bit more harsh than the. Uh, well, they were also saying that Omicron. the uh, the um, Omicron, the, Unicron, uh, <laughs> the uh, unicorn, the unicorn. Yeah, it's the, the the dreaded unicorn. Everybody's got one. It's not so uni anymore. They, uh, <laughs> I guess it's. I don't know. They don't know. You got to take the PCR. Once you test uh, rapid and you have symptoms, and if you test positive rapid, you're most likely have it. If you test negative and you have symptoms, you're supposed to go get a PCR test. I tested positive, but the but I guess the symptoms changed between Delta and Omicron a little bit. Nobody like Brandon, did you lose you your taste? Know. No. No. See, I did. So that's the sign that I definitely got some form of. Some kind of cron. I got a cron, all right. I don't. Know. I don't want to fucking talk about this anymore. I'm sick of talking. Yeah, we're done. I'm done with fucking COVID. I got Come it on. now. Until I'm safe. I never have to get it again. Till Valentine's Day. Yeah, till Smell and Smine's Day. I was in Target the other day. They already had shit with hearts all over it in the store. I'm like, you got to mm. fucking kidding me. It's shit. I I was dead shit with hearts over all over it before fucking Christmas. I can't believe it. Does anybody like, really walking... do that? Do you really do that? Do people really decorate their fucking homes with hearts? They do. I don't. Do they? I mean, they, there are people that do it. That's there are people that horrible. do it for every holiday. They just rotate the towels. And I always put it this way. <laughs> if you change your bathroom towels, you've gone too far. I do. For Christmas? You do? Yeah. You do it for every holiday? No. I do it for Christmas. Christmas hey, is really go. Christmas and Halloween are really the only holidays that I decorate for. That's all I do. Fun. Same. I only like holidays yeah. that are fun. Yep. Easter? Asshole. Easter is the oh, asshole of fucking holidays. Who gives a shit about Easter? Our Lord and Savior has risen. Fuck that. Just hit, I make eggs, though. I like eggs. Having yeah, two, two cores lights, like lights at somebody's aunt's house, just getting a little bit of a headache on a Sunday afternoon, eating eating shitty ham. ham. Uh, that is the Yo, ham's the fucking holiday. worst, dude. Ham sucks. It is legit the worst major meal you can eat. Yes. The it's only thing I like about ham. going, like, if I go to, uh, you know, someone's house and they made a fucking ham for the holidays, like, Tina's parents make it for Christmas. I take that shit home because the next morning you throw that shit in a pan with some butter, put some eggs, some ham and eggs. Yeah. That shit's fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah. I figured out it's the, a key, side dish. the key to ham, and I'm, I'm this way with kibasi too. I live in Port Richmond, which is the king of kibasi. Everybody loves the kibasi. You got kibasi cheese steaks. Everybody fuck kibasi. That shit's got to be burnt. Unless that shit's well done, I can't eat it. Just trash. I agree. Ham is trash. Kibasi's trash. Chris, thoughts? I agree. I'm with you. I like to smoke kibasi till it's now that I have the trigger. I smoke kibasi, but it has to. The skin has to be like snappy. If the yeah. skin's not snappy, remember we went to Salt Lake down outside of Austin. Oh, that shit was trash. And they and they, you didn't like the kibasi. Oh no, no. Well, I hate that. I hate Texas barbecue. But go ahead. Yeah, but they would hang the 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 kibasi over the grill. Yeah. And the smoke coming up from the char would smoke the kibasi. It gets that really snappy skin. But that's how I cook sausage, too, the same way, Italian sausage. Yeah. I smoke it. I like uh, two hours. I slice it. I slice it. Crunch. The, I slice it right down the middle of kibasi, and I fucking burn the shit out of I it. I like the – and that's the way I like it, though, with the black. It's got to be got to have black char on it. Yeah, oh, that's the way I feel oh about Lord, it, Oh, Lord, Lord, oh, my People God. put – and then I'll put the, I'll put the sauerkraut on it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. But I do not like when you take it and you cook it in sauerkraut. Oh, no, and no, it's no. Mushy. No, no, no. No. Or then they take like, oh, we're gonna. We had a guy. We used to do it for New Year's Day, and nobody would eat it. We had a chef that would dump Guinness in the water for the kibasi and what? cook the kibasi in Guinness. Tasted like shit. What did it look? Did it look Ugh. black? No, but it was yeah. not good. Yeah. It was just like, it's kielbasi with that bitter aftertaste. you got to use flat, cheap beer. Flat-ass cheap beer. You cracked a can the night before of mm-hmm. fucking Leave it open. butt wiper or, or something High like Life. Yeah. Or High Life, yeah. There you go. <laughs> we figured it all out for you, everybody. If you have any hate mail about us hating kielbasi, throw it our way. Send it. You didn't like our selections for best of. Send it our way. Brandon, final thoughts before we get out here. I got a zip of ham that I got dropped off to my house. Maybe I'll try to pan fry a little Yo, bit. Yo, pan fry that shit. Thin slice, pan fry, get it nice and fucking glazed, man. Caramelization. That's the way to go. Oh, let's get a out year of, of no mercy. We did it. Yep. No mercy. We're moving on. Next time you talk to us, it'll be 2022. And AW will be officially three years old. Their birthdays. And <laughs> forget it. Go ahead. No, if you want to send us any emails about shitting in a trough and Pocono Raceway, <laughs> it's next to Smart Mark Sterling. Go right ahead. Yep. We'll be glad to answer them. Uh-huh. Hey, I know you from somewhere. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, it's like this. Hey, I think I know you somewhere. Yeah, you do. Where do I know you? Where do I know you from? Oh. <laughs> oh. Can you hand me some paper? One eye goes cross. <laughs> There you go. And on that note, thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Shitting on the Air. Follow us for Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Shit in a trough and tell your friends. For Brandon, Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week. Mm